0: Putting it out there, gaming does horror better than anywhere else. Yes, you can trepidatiously turn the pages of a book or cower behind your hands watching a film, but when it's you being chased through the hallways of a decrepit mansion, the whole experience revolves around active participation and you investigating every last dark corner. Demons, devils, serial killers, Lovecraftian monsters, there's a ghoul for every gamer's worst nightmare. With horror being one of the most popular genres in gaming, and so many ways for NPCs to be effective, I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com, and these are the 10 most terrifying enemies in video game history. Number 10. The Witch. Left for Dead. Given enough time and experience, any band of online players can transform into a well-oiled machine of efficient zombie slayers. It's only a matter of keeping the gears greased, the wheels turning, and maintaining a level head. Enter then coming face to face with Left for Dead's witches. With fearsome, savagely violent animations, witches stand out from the pack and are capable of tearing you apart in seconds if you attract their attention. Which you will, because you'll be trying to shoot everything else. Largely staying in a resting state until you swoop over them with a flashlight, you then get one chance to back off, unless you're already too close anyway. Witches will come at you, and are the single most frequent cause of teamwork going out the window. Number 9. Scissorman. Clock Tower. Before the Nemesis, there was Scissorman, one of gaming's greatest slashers. One of many across the Clock Tower series, the original Scissorman pioneered weaponizing a ridiculously large pair of shears, taking sadistic pleasure in stalking helpless heroine Jennifer throughout the isolated Barrow's Mansion. Constantly on the back foot, your list of options boils down to run or hide, and you'll be doing plenty of both. Being a point and click, and with Man never really backing off entirely, you'll be scrambling for a hiding spot at the drop of a hat, maybe going off good feeling after hearing something and then just hoping for the best. This was like some proto-alien isolation energy, and with the demonic imp surprise attacks wiping you out if you're not careful, Clock Tower perfects that white knuckle am I even safe energy that only video game horror can pull off. Number 8. The Shibito. Siren Blood Curse. Less zombie, more raving psychotic demons from the lowest circles of hell, the reanimated villagers of Hanada, Japan stalk their roads and buildings in search of prey, all while muttering incoherently under their breath. The Shibito are highly violent, and it's advisable to avoid any and all contact as they'll easily overpower you through numbers and strength. That's where game mechanic sightjacking comes in, an ability that allows you to borrow one set of their eyes for a bit so you can coordinate your movements better. the fact you can sightjack into a shapido and realize the thing they're stalking is you from behind, you'll also see them attempting to garden, praying, maybe watching TV or having dinner, whatever they were likely doing before their deaths and forced resurrections. It's genuinely disturbing to watch these creatures wear their former life like an ill-fitting costume, adding to the overall atmosphere of this supremely overlooked horror gem. 7. AM I have no mouth, and I must scream. Like every evil supercomputer worth its salt, AM, Allied Master Computer, oversees the total destruction of all mankind. Not content with simply wiping out the last vestiges of the human race, however, AM preserves five survivors with the intent of torturing them for all eternity in a series of tests and trials designed to exploit every single weakness and trauma. AM even goes so far as continually extending its victims' lifespans for the sole purpose of prolonging their suffering. It's like the modern incarnation of Star Wars. Evil's not a strong enough word to describe AM, and should you be unlucky enough to earn the game's worst ending, you'll get a first-hand demonstration of some incalculable cruelty. Number 6. Crimson Heads Resident Evil Remake just shoot them in the head is the golden rule for surviving a zombie apocalypse, and for most video game enemies overall. The Resident Evil remake though takes a different tack by insisting you destroy a zombie's brain or at the very least, incinerate what's left of the corpse. Failure to do either will result in the zombie's survival, but what comes back isn't your everyday flesh eater. Crimson heads are tougher, faster, and all around nastier, but what really gives them an edge is their unpredictability. Since headshots are randomised in terms of effectiveness across this remake, you have very Little control over what preventive measures to take, save for using up all your matches to burn as many corpses as possible. It's a delicate balancing act. Do you waste fuel on a corpse blocking a corridor that you may never return to, or do you find an alternate path? It doesn't take long to start second guessing your every move while trying to get through this game. Number five, the Kank Amnesia, the Doctor Scent. Amnesia is all about robbing whatever sense of safety and comfort you have until there's nothing left. The very act of looking at the creatures lumbering throughout one Brennenberg's corridors is enough to induce all consuming madness. Literally, the longer you're exposed to danger, the faster your sanity plummets, and while the light can provide some relief, it then means you're easier to see for any enemies in the vicinity. This tricky balancing act is further complicated once you reach the castle's dank cellar, where the kank, water-dwelling things completely invisible to the naked eye, are waiting below the surface. With little beyond the occasional ripple or splash to mark where not to go, getting through these cavernous tunnels is a mix of improvisation, jump scares, and pure luck. 4. The Falling Woman Fatal Frame 2 Crimson Butterfly As it's impossible to fight Fatal Frame's enemies in a conventional sense, your only means of defence is the camera obscura, dealing damage based on lining up a perfect shot. As hard as it is picking from so many incredible enemies and scenarios then, The Falling Woman stands out thanks to raw visuals and a memorable backstory. Locked in an endless suicidal loop, The Falling Woman is a grotesque mass of twisted angles and bent limbs. Looking at her is enough to scare you as is, but you'll never forget the moment she starts scampering across the ground on broken bones, coming straight at you while you try to keep some composure. Number three, Hybrids slash Shodan, System Shock 2. Hybrids are essentially meat puppets, humans under the control of parasitic worms which serve as the link between body and the many, a hive mind AI organism with a fetish for flesh. Hybrids are fast, tough, and just horrific to look at, resembling an acid-eaten mass of pulped flesh bearing a vague resemblance to the human form. Believe it or not, that isn't even what makes them terrifying, instead it's that these beings are entirely aware of their situation, and will beg for somebody, anybody to end their pain and suffering. Again, it's like being a Star Wars fan. Behind all this is puppet String Puller herself, the megalomaniacal, psychotic AI Shodan. With her flat, eerily unemotional voice trying to cover for a burning hatred of humanity, Shodan transforms the Von Braun starship's gleaming metallic corridors into an inescapable nightmare of her creation. It's a feeling of being a rat in a sci-fi maze, and with one of the greatest reveal scenes of all time, Shodan is the definition of a timeless evil. Number 2, Pyramid Head Silent Hill 2. If Silent Hill 2 is about a grieving man's search for peace, then Pyramid Head embodies the inescapable spectre of loss and guilt. The only thing more horrifying than being trapped in your own personal hell for all eternity is being haunted by a custom-made executioner who refuses to grant you the mercy of a quick, painless death. Standing well over seven feet tall and brandishing a sword big enough to slice a truck in half, Pyramid Head's silhouette at the dark end of a corridor is what helped make him instantly identifiable, intimidating and iconic. Better still, in terms of his agency across Silent Hill 2, early on Pyramid Head doesn't even attempt to harm you directly, instead going after your companions. Alongside some disturbing scenes of sexual assault, there's something going on here that only folds into why Silent Hill 2 was one of the most recommendable and truly twisted horrors of all time. And number one, Lisa, P.T., the best horror comes out of nowhere, and when Sony announced that a playable teaser was now available on the PlayStation Store, none of us knew the full extent of what was to come. In a masterstroke of minimalist game design, Hideo Kojima crafted a continually looping house that increasingly forces you to scour for which details change every time. Each iteration piles on more and more layers of sheer spookiness. The lights flicker out, bugs skitter across the floor as a door opens just enough for you to peek inside. As a horrific stream of news spills out the the radio, mention of a man's brutal murder of his wife brings everything home as you suddenly realise her ghost is in there with you. Now, everywhere you turn, Lisa is there. Peeking through doorways, floating outside windows, peering down from the upstairs balcony if you look in the right spot. Lisa actually grabbing and killing you is on a completely random timer, ironically giving PT a mortal appeal if you can find anything that'll run it today. And as one final extra layer of WTF, those who broke the game's code realise she's actually standing behind you the whole time you're playing. This incarnation of Silent Hill didn't make it out in full, but Lisa, a ghost trapped in a barely accessible horror masterpiece, will haunt gamers for generations. And those are our picks for the most terrifying enemies in video game history. Let me know your own favorites down in the comments below and please subscribe to the What Culture Gaming podcast. For now, I've been Scott from whatculture.com and I'll catch you soon. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?